Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for another episode of You Know What It Is. It's called, here we go, The Steelers Show. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am here from Steel Curtain Network with my good friend KT Smith of Fans First Sports Network, the call sheet, and also a uh, three, four-year veteran here at uh, Steel Curtain Network as well. KT, what's going on? Nah, not much. This is a exciting show for us, Brian, because it's our last one before... The draft and uh, next Thursday night will be live as the Steelers are are making their first round selection. So I'm really kind of gearing up for this. This is a cool week. This is like the 17th of December for me because it's a week before Christmas. And now we're doing everything, getting everything uh, wrapped up and all set. And next week, oh, it is, it's going to be here. And everything that we've been talking about since really – even before January is coming to fruition, things have shaped up. Things have looked really crazy compared to what they usually look like because of the Allen Robinson trade this week with the Steelers. Can I say that they uh, fleeced the Rams? Uh, <laughs> sorry, you know, you caught me off guard on that one. Not bad. Wait, wait, um, I caught you off guard. Okay. Oh, geez. No. <laughs> Where's the, where's the double snare? Um, 
the trade yeah that was that was surprising right that that came out of the blue i don't think anybody was expecting the steelers to make a move it's a definite low risk high reward type trade Allen robinson two and a half three years ago was a thousand yard receiver and a guy who what what if i told you this I, i was thinking about this today because i just did some digging on robinson and i and i was like okay well how good has his career been And I looked and I was like really impressed with some of the numbers. And just as I was in the middle of looking at that, this alert came up on my phone with an announcement about Odell Beckham. And I pulled up Odell Beckham's stats. It is stunning when you think about the two of them side by side. Like what if I told you, oh, the Steelers traded for Odell Beckham and and all all they needed to give up was some late round picks and a little bit of money. I mean, you'd be pretty excited, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you look at the numbers, at the numbers, Allen Robinson's career is is really similar number wise to Odell Beckham's career. His his best year in terms of catches is higher than Odell Beckham's. I think he had 104 in his best year and Beckham had 103. Robinson's had uh, more yards in his best season and more touchdowns in his best season than, than Beckham had in his. And over the last couple of years, both of them have been largely unproductive because of injury. I mean, there's not that much of a difference. Beckham is obviously the guy who gets the headlines because of the spectacular catches that he makes. But as far as just production is concerned, the separation is very minimal. So, so if the Steelers can, can get a guy who, who can reach back and maybe not reclaim his best seasons, but be, be something similar, it's an incredible deal for them. The biggest thing for me is how much they're paying for him. When you found out that he had a $15 million price tag for one season, you're like, oof, what have the Steelers just done? But once again, Omar makes some magic. And the magic that he made here was simply having the Rams pay $10 million of his salary. So they're paying $5 million for Allen Robinson, getting a veteran receiver, like you said, high risk, excuse me, low low risk, high reward. And the great thing about it is they gave up 17 spots in the seventh round. And as Dave Schofield here at Steel Curtain Network always says, the seventh round is a glorified undrafted free agent. It's one that you don't want to miss out on and not give that person a choice to go to another team. Right. And I think now the Steelers really have opened up the draft board completely while everybody and we'll talk about this in a minute but but while everybody is expecting corner or offensive tackle in the first round and by the way i think there's so much emphasis placed on the first round but but there's just the, the best teams really find ways to draft productive players all through the draft and if you look at the steelers last two drafts they've they've done just that but the the floor is open. They can really kind of go just about wherever they want. And that gives them a lot of flexibility to draft the best player to even move around. Uh, uh, one of the things that wouldn't shock me is if the Steelers made a trade on uh, Thursday, if they went up or went down either way, I think they can do all those things because of the free agency moves they've made. Well, we are going to ask you what you would rather do. We are going to ask you, what you're hoping to see on draft day, what you think the Steelers are going to see 
on draft day and everything else in between as we wrap up our here we go draft coverage because next week we are going to be live after the first round and well we won't be live but we will be going after the first round and we will be discussing this on our show so it's going to be fantastic you stick around for all of that we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back right after this with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. Welcome back to Here We Go, the Steelers show. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from Steel Curtain Network, courtesy of Fans First Sports Network. KT Smith, who is affiliated with both as well, is here. And Kevin, it's draft week, and you know where to stick and stay when it comes to all of your favorite draft coverage when it comes to the black and gold, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. SCN. So besides that, I mean, is there something else out there, though, too? If you want expanded draft coverage, if you want to find out who the Steelers' enemies are going to be looking at, who the rest of the league, what's going on with that? Well, that fans first sports network, surely, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, and I don't know, somebody somebody actually here had a podcast out today from fans first sports network and uh, talking about great draft fits and having a really interesting conversation about the Jalen Hurts contract with the CEO of fans first. Uh, that was that was a cool talk with uh, with Ken Wisniewski today. Yes, absolutely great. It's great for everybody to get to know him as well. He's absolutely fantastic, and that was a great show once again. Uh, episode three, and of many, so we can't wait. And KT and I, you know, we said that this was our last guest before the draft, but it's really not because on FFSN on coming up on Monday, we are going to have our mock draft show. It is going to be Kevin and I in studio. And what are we going to do? be doing? We're going to be playing everybody's picks in 
FFSN's NFL stable and everybody that's involved with that from different teams, they are going to represent their own team. And it's going to be really cool. Kevin, you uh, had the opportunity to represent a couple teams as well. And I got to tell you, we did, uh, Jeff, Dave, and I, we did the Steelers pick and we did the Steelers pick at number 32, even though that's kind of like a bonus. It's off. No one's going to hear it, but we're going to know it just to see who who landed at number 32 for the Steelers just for our own use because it ends at with the Kansas City Chiefs at number 31. And wow, as far as I'm concerned, they got two guys that were mocked to them and one that uh, was a shock and one that was mocked to them at 17 at 32. We're not going to tell you. We're just going to say that we're really excited about it. So, you know, keep checking in with everything on Steel Curtain Network on Fans First Sports Network, Kevin. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to obviously say it either, but if the Steelers get at 17 who you guys were able to pick, there will be much celebrating. There will be uh like that old Monty Python uh, in the cartoon uh, in the Holy Grail. There was much rejoicing. Yeah. Right? So will... <laughs> <laughs> yes, there there will be and really who the Steelers got who we were able to pick for the Steelers at 32 who fell was one that was mocked to them quite a bit. So really excited about that. But let's forget about that for right now. Let's go back to the Steelers in general. And if this was Christmas morning, and a lot of pe- for a lot of people, draft day is Christmas. Who are you hoping that the Steelers unwrap? Right. So I I there's the big debate right now is do the Steelers address the corner position? Or do they try to solidify the offensive line once and for all? Do they, do they do they recognize that the defense is ahead of the offense and that if they solidify the offensive line, they got a good chance to bring the offense up on par? Or do they address the position that's probably their biggest need of any position group on the team, which is corner? And a lot of that will have to do with who's available. I love – all three of the top corners for the Steelers, Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, uh, Joey Porter Jr. I think that Witherspoon's the best fit. I think Gonzalez might be the best all-around player. Uh, And I like Porter a lot as well. I don't know if any of them are going to be there. Porter might be the most likely. Um, Then on the flip, on the other side of the the ball, you have the the offensive tackles, right? Paris Johnson, it would be shocking if he were there. He's probably going to go in the first dozen picks. Uh, Broderick Jones from Georgia, there's a shot that he'll be there. And then maybe the guy who's a little bit more of a reach at 17 is Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Honestly, if I if you could give me my choice of any of those six guys, Weatherspoon's the guy I love the most, but the realistic, most realistic option. Uh, I feel is Broderick Jones. If Broderick Jones is there, he's a guy I think could be there at 17. I would really like to see the Steelers take him. I really just feel as though if they can get that offensive line right, and he just feels like a Steelers left tackle. He's what he's got all the attributes that they look for: the length, the athleticism, the demeanor, uh, and then. If he's not ready to play from day one, fine. You've got two returning starters coming back. But if he is, if he's ready to go, then I think that you can now create a heck of a competition between Dan Moore Jr. and Chooks of Korofor, and, and whoever doesn't win that competition really gives you some solid line depth. So, so if it's a choice for me between, let's say, 
Jones and Porter, I'm going to take Jones. How about you? Well, th- this is really tough for me. Um, don't know who's going to be there. We do not expect Christian Gonzalez to be there whatsoever. I, I really don't. I think there's a possibility that you could sneak a Witherspoon and sme- sneak a Porter. Really, I can't choose between those two because I like them both. I like both of the. I like their length, both of them, and I would take either one of them at number seventeen. I don't expect you to be able to choose between those two because one's going to be gone if they're not both not gone. So if I had to, if you had to ask me which one I want more with apologies to Joey Porter Jr. Who I would love to have. I think it's Devin Witherspoon. I think he fits better. Yeah. The scheme fit with him is tremendous given the fact that the Steelers are really playing so much more man-to-man coverage than they have in years past. And he's the best man coverage corner in the draft, in my opinion. Uh, and I think that he's he's a guy who projects as a, a, a lockdown corner. He's a guy that I think the Steelers – now, granted, they don't switch sides with their corners a lot, but if they wanted to, that they could put him maybe not right out of the gate, but probably early in his career on another team's best receiver – or if they if they don't want to do that, then then they can play those combo coverages that they love so much, where they're where they're giving you one look on one side of the field and another on the other. So if he were to fall to seventeen, it would be pretty hard to pass him up. So you know, I love the idea of a tackle too, and I really think that I don't want the Steelers to trade down. I would I I don't really want them to trade up because I really don't think that they're desperate. But I think you could lock down the, the line as well as lock down a corner at 17 and 32. But I think you need to go really for the future and for a, a true starter. I think you need to go cornerback 17 and then offensive tackle at 32. But I'm not opposed to a linebacker there at 32. I'm not opposed. Well, I guess it's, it's 33. Uh, do we call it 33 or 32, Kevin? Um, I, I mean, technically it's 32, right? Uh, it's the 32nd pick. but The 32nd pick, but I think it's labeled the 30th. The 33rd the, slot. The 33rd pick. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Tomato, tomato at this point yeah. because they're, they're picking 32. And, you know, my thing there is you can get so many things. Right. If you want now, if you're going to trade down and you're going to trade down three spots in the and there's a guy that you love that's not there. That's great. But the glory of that 32nd pick or that number one pick in the second round is 20 hours. Basically, teams have 20 hours to woo Omar Khan. Right. You know that his phone is going to be burning up because there's going to be guys there, and he could... My gosh, look at what he just did to the Rams. I really yeah. think uh I really think that was highway robbery. Or that's the guys I, for, go ahead. So, sorry, yeah. That, that's why that's why I think so much is in play right now. Because let let's look at this scenario real quick. Um, let's say you get to 17 and all three of those corners that, that we just talked about are gone, and the best offensive tackles are gone. Johnson, Jones. Right. Skronsky, I don't think is an offensive tackle. I think he's a guard. So I'm not even putting him in there. Yeah. So let's say, let's say all, all those guys are gone. 
I, I keep looking at the the realistic list of of players who would be available at 17. And I mean, there's a lot of guys that are going to be good football players there, but I don't love, love any of them for the Steelers in that spot. And I don't, I wonder if Khan would consider a trade back, not, not a trade back out of the round or anything crazy like that. But I wonder if he would go back four or five spots. Imagine, imagine if you, if you're pretty confident that you could go back four or five spots and then get your favorite linebacker, get one of your favorite interior defensive linemen, get the, the, the pick that I, it's like, I can't help myself because I love tight end so much, but there's a, there's a part of me that's just like, man, what if, what if they went back like five spots picked up an extra second or early third round pick and got Darnell Washington. How cool would that be? Because he's, he's a bit of a luxury pick, but man, when you're talking six, seven, 275 pound tight end who can move, that's a luxury. If you can indulge yourself with that seems worth it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't just, I don't rule any of those scenarios out because of like what you were just saying, the fact that Khan has been so good at, at his dealings with other teams. So let me throw a crazy one at you, and nobody has talked about it. If they've talked about it, my ears have not noticed. It's this. What if Omar Khan trades the 17th pick or even the 32nd pick for number one next year? Do you do it? Hmm. For no, I mean, I think that would really depend on who you're trading with. I would not do it for somebody who you believe is going to be picking – late in the first round because I think 17 is still a position where you're going to get a really good football player. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know much about next year's draft. Maybe it's rumored to be deep in one position or another. I don't know. I'm sure that if Omar Khan would do, is going to do something like that, he will know. But my initial reaction is to be skeptical, but, but you never know who, what, what else? I mean, they might be, you might be able to get, uh, a big haul for a team that's really, really needy. Let's say, for example, there's a there's a team near the end of the first round who really loves like Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky. And then you look at you look at quarterback needy teams like Tampa Bay at number 19 and Seattle at number 20. And you say, man, I got to get up ahead of those guys because we love Will Levis and he's still sitting on the board, but I don't think he's going to get past Tampa Bay and Seattle. Maybe if you're Omar Khan, you can fleece them for that 17th pick. I don't know. But you're right. That's a really interesting scenario. Yeah, because that number one pick next year, no matter where it is, I mean, that happens in these drafts because when they're trading into the first round or even trading for a high second round pick, that's always possible for a desperate team. And, you know, when you're taking desperate measures, there's always somebody on the other end saying, all right. I'm making you pay for it. And Omar Khan is in the perfect position. You know, you know that that scene in National Lampoon's Vacation when he's like, all right, how much? And they're like, how much you got? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's basically what it is here. Oh, 100%. 100%. And you know what? He's got, he has got the balls to do it too. Yeah. He, he is not afraid to, I mean, really. I, I've been saying this this entire time. Be careful before you praise him completely because, you know, general managers have to be more aggressive in 2023. Right. You know, he's, the game he's, has changed. Yeah. And, and, and uh, 
these ain't Kevin Colbert Steelers anymore. No, uh, but, but what I'm seeing, approach. Kevin, what I'm seeing, Kevin, is this guy is just like going for it. And so I trust him already. I I put that philosophy aside. I'm like, uh, especially after the A-Rob trade, I'm like, all right, you've got you've got it. You've got that that savvy to you. The thing that makes it interesting, though, is he's going for it without mortgaging the future. He hasn't had to give up any assets that are going to hamstring the Steelers down the road. Absolutely. So that's what's really exciting. Now, I'm going to ask you a crazy question here. Who don't you want in the first round? I'm not saying you wouldn't want them on your team, but let's call this the Terrell Edmonds syndrome here. Because yeah. we always talk about TE and we always talk about the fact that if he was a second or a third round pick, the guy's gold. But my question here is, well, what if he, what if it's something that, uh, uh, what do you think would be a reach for the Steelers in the first round? Right. Um, I don't want Osiris Torrance, the, the, the guard uh, from Oklahoma to, and not because he's not a good player. He's a very good player, but I just, believe that the Steelers right now are pretty deep uh, in the middle of their line. And they've just, they've got a couple of $8 million a year guards in, in Isaac Sayomalo and, and James Daniels. And I don't think that they need to bulk up the interior of that line as well as, you know, they're, they're, they've got some good backups in there as well. So I think they're set in their interior. I've, I've, I've heard his name kind of kicked around a little bit with the Steelers. Um, I don't want Michael Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame. I think that he's a, again a really good player, but he, but to me he is he's redundant. He's Pat Fryermuth, and if the Steelers are going to take a tight end, I want it to be a different sort of tight end. That, that's why I, I referenced Washington before. Uh, and again, these are not reflections of these guys uh, as players. I'm not saying they're not good players, and and I and I don't. I don't think I want Kalijah Kansi, the defensive tackle from Pitt at 17. Although if he were available at 32, I would really be interested for the Steelers just because he, while he's a dynamic football player, I think that uh, his size at 6'1", 282 as an interior defensive lineman is uh, concerning. There's a lot of, there's a lot of comparisons to Aaron Donald because they both coming out of Pitt and, and they're very, very similar size. But Aaron Donald is a unique individual, and that and that while I love aspects of Kalijah Kansi's game, his quickness, his get off, his ability to penetrate, these are all things that the Steelers are asking their defensive linemen to do right now. I think he may stay on the board a bit longer, and I don't know if the Steelers necessarily would need to take him at seventeen if they really wanted him. He'd be a guy if they really wanted him that I think they could go back five, six, seven spots, try to find a trade partner maybe pick up some extra picks and then get him in the mid twenties. So those are just a couple of names about guys who I think are all really excellent football players, but maybe just not for the Steelers at 17. You know, I agree with you on that. I mean, I, I would take mayor on the team, but I'm not taking them first. Right. You know, if I, if you could get him with the, you're not going to get him with the 49th pick. I understand that. But if you could get him possibly at, 32 you you might think about it but then you've got darnell washington who i agree with you i mean if you're going to do a face-off between those two players you're probably going to take darnell right yeah yeah you know who i do want with the 49th pick i'll tell you who i love and and is going to be probably drafted in that area he might go earlier 
which is another reason why you think I know oh, who man, you're going to say. Who, who am I going to say? Do you know? Jack Campbell. You got it, man. Exactly. I, I love I your stuff. I, I love Jack Campbell. Love and, and not just because he sounds like Jack Lambert, but um, <laughs> he he's just the he's what the Steelers are transitioning to at the inside linebacker position. They, they, they brought in two guys in Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts who are downhill thumpers. And Jack Campbell is is a, a be, bigger, better version of both of them. And I think that I don't think the Steelers are necessarily trying to find Ryan Chazier 2.0 anymore. They tried for several years and brought in many players to see if those guys could could do it. And nobody could. And now they seem to be moving a little bit more towards the sub package defenses, the three safety models, trying to find other ways to involve you know, big nickels and slot uh, box safeties and to do, you know, a little bit of, of what Shazier did. And now it seems like they're trying to really get their linebackers to be more physical and downhill and take care of the run. And uh, I would love to see the, uh, the Iowa linebacker trade in one black and gold for another. Absolutely. Where are you on? Let's stay in Iowa. Where are you in, with uh, Lucas Von Ness? Uh, if I say something positive about him, Shannon White might try to fight me. So, uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon was violently uh, opposed to the, any suggestion that Lucas Van Ness would be drafted by the Steelers. I wrote, I put an article out earlier this week about three, three players the Steelers might draft if um, the tackles and corners are all gone. And I've heard a lot of speculation about Van Ness to the Steelers and, and Mike Tomlin and, and Omar Khan both went to his pro day, and that's kind of a big deal because they don't always go out to Iowa. Um, he's got a ton of potential. He's First of all, think about it. He's an edge player who's 6'5", 275 pounds. So he's he's more in the mold of like the Lamar Woodley and in some regards Alex, Alex Highsmith edge, even, though a, even a, though a bigger version. But he can also kick down and play inside. Some of his best reps at Iowa were when he was – down at the three tech with his hand in the dirt lined up over, over the guard. Um, and in, in that sense, he's kind of like the reverse of DeMarvin Leal, who, who is a three tech who the Steelers stood up at times. Can't, uh, Van Ness would be an edge who they could actually put, put down on the interior of the line if they wanted to. He's young. He's not ready to be an every down player in the NFL. He's 21 years old and a red shirt sophomore and his play shows it. You can see that he, uh, at times, he's got a pretty limited repertoire and that when when offensive linemen catch up to it a little bit, he tends to disappear in a game. Everything's a bull rush with him. But uh, but he'd have the opportunity to learn from the best in the business and T.J. Watt. Uh, I wouldn't I don't know at 17, I, I wouldn't be jumping for joy, but I, I wouldn't be disappointed because I think that if the board fell a certain way and Khan didn't like any trades back that he's a guy who would be a rotational guy right away and then would have the opportunity to learn from T.J. Watt. All right. I don't know if I asked you this as we wrap things up here. Realistically, if you were to put money in Vegas down, who do you think they're going to pick, not who you want? Who you? What, what's your gut telling you, KT? My gut's telling me that if Joey Porter Jr. is on the board, they're going to take him. I just think that there's a strong connection there that Mike Tomlin – Showed last year that in, with the Kenny Pickett selection that the, that familiarity mattered and that Porter uh, does a little bit of everything in terms of um, 
you know, his play at corner and the Steelers are a very diverse defense and they'd be able to leave him on the field. So uh, in lieu of other maybe better players that are still there at 17, I think if he's there, he'd be the, he's the pick. What about you? You know, my gut is saying that it's going to be an offensive lineman. I actually think it's going to be somebody like Darnell Wright, which I don't have a problem with, but they're sexier picks and I want a corner but I actually think it's going to end up being a lineman. Yeah. I like Darnell Wright a lot. I do. And I think that he's a guy who I think his, where he gets drafted totally depends on how the board falls, because if there's a run on offensive tackles in the teens, I think he goes up high, but if some of those guys hang around longer, then Darnell Wright probably goes later in the first round. And, and if the Steelers take him at 17, inevitably there'll be a million people uh, posting you know, that, oh, it's a reach, it's a reach, you could have got him later, could have got him later, but you, you don't know. How do you know? That, that? is no. the biggest bunch of bull I've ever heard because yeah. you could have got Kenny Pickett later. You don't know that. No. You could have got Deontay Johnson later. No, Bruce Arians was was ready to grab him two, three picks later. Right. You know, there's, you know, just the fact that another guy, it took a long time for a quarterback to go, doesn't mean that somebody else wasn't lining up to take Kenny Pickett. Right. Well, this is the time of year, though, where where we are all experts, right, Brian? I mean, oh, yeah. every <laughs> so the the uh, the certainty. I wish I had a tenth of the certainty that a lot of the people who are posting things this time of the year have. I would be a much more confident individual. And if they were if they were right, then they'd be putting the money down on it, and they can't. Can I name a quick dude of the week? Yeah, it's kind of out of the blue, but I wanted to mention this, uh, and, and it has nothing to do with right right you know, this current moment, but as you and I record here on Thursday night on this date, April 20th, 1996. Oh, the the trade. Yes. The Pittsburgh Steelers on draft night traded for Jerome Bettis, who, who is on my short list of all time favorite Steelers. He's in my top five favorite Steelers of all time. And uh, that was a trade that uh, obviously would eventually lead to the uh, long elusive one for the thumb uh, and uh, Bettis would become kind of like a face of the franchise. And I, I didn't even know that today was the, 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 uh, the date until I saw it on Twitter. So I'd love to give a dude of the week to, to the bus. Fantastic. I remember that so well. Well, Kevin, let's get on out of here for Kevin Smith. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been here. We go from the steel curtain network courtesy of fans first sports network keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for those hypocycloids step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.